You are Locked On MLB, your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the daily podcast we talk about all of Major League Baseball, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. Today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com. Get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com, be there, do that, and get rewarded. Also, Postmates, your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. For a limited time, Postmates is giving Lockdown listeners $100 of free delivery credit. For your first seven days, download the Postmates app and use the code LOCKEDON. You can listen to us on the free and easy-to-use Himalaya podcasting app. Also check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Player FM, all the places you can get podcasts. Listen to us directly on the website at LockedOnMLB.com. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast, Locked On MLB, or check out some of the other terrific shows on the Locked On Podcast Network. It really is your team every day. Follow me, your pal Sully, at Sully Baseball, or at Sully Baseball. It's on Twitter, uh, at Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram, or you can follow the show, this show, the one you're listening to, Locked On MLB, at Locked On MLB, at Twitter and Instagram. Hey, it's Tuesday. Monday was a kind of a strange day of baseball. It was kind of a, a Venn diagram of irrelevant games going on in the world of baseball. There was, in terms of all the tight pennant races that are going on, the only game that had any real relevance was Washington defeating Atlanta 6-3. to three. Anthony Rondon hit a go-ahead grand slam in the sixth. Friend of the old Sully Baseball podcast, Sean Doolittle, pitched the final inning. And the Nats, well, they've crept a little closer. They're now only four games out in the loss column of Atlanta, and they're holding on to their lead in the wild-card spot. And the Nats remain a dangerous team. Now, could they make up that four-and-a-half games? Well, if they're going to make up those four-and-a-half games that they have against Atlanta then winning head-to-head games is kind of, sort of, important. In today's game, the uh, Braves are going to have uh, Turan, and the Nationals have, is it Fetty? I've never said his name out loud until just now. Very important season for the Nash- series for the Nationals if they want to catch Atlanta. But all the other games, you know, the Tigers played the Angels, the Padres played the Orioles, you know, the Marlins beat up the D-backs, and who now have a losing record better start selling right now. Uh, the Reds put up a 10 spot. You know, the Reds are a weird team. We had Jeff Carr from uh, Locked On Reds on here a little while ago. They're a really weird team. There's six games under 500, and yet their run differential shows they should be about five or six games above 500. They score at will. It seems like every time they win a game, it's a massacre. Ten runs in the second inning? Remember when the Pirates looked like they may give a little run and be kind of exciting? Well, now they're 14 games under 500 and are starting to sell off players. Jordan Lyles, they traded Jordan Lyles to the Milwaukee Brewers. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought he was already on the Milwaukee Brewers. I can't claim to be the biggest Brewer fan you'll ever meet. In fact, watch... You know, listen to uh, uh, Lockdown Brewers to hear some good Brewer talk. I, 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 My hand to God, when I heard that there was a trade involving the Brewers and Jordan Lyles, I 
honestly thought, oh, who did the Brewers get for Jordan Lyles? I did not realize that he was a member of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Because when I last remembered Jordan Lyles pitching, it was last year he was pitching for Milwaukee. And now he's back. The Pirates are starting to sell off the pieces of their team. They'll probably keep, you know, know, Josh Bell is sticking around, but the rest of the team is probably up for grabs right now. Um, Another irrelevant game. This would be a great game if it were 2015, the Blue Jays and the Royals. And Bo Bichette got a hit in his big league debut with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Now, just take a quick peek at the Blue Jays lineup. They had Craig Biggio's son. They had Vlad Guerrero's son. They had Dante Bichette's son. The Blue Jays are the Teen Titans of Major League Baseball. It's it's the second generation. That's, that's what they're doing there. I think it's fun. Of course, it's the first day after the Marcus Stroman trade. An interesting little side note. Uh, today In today's game, Tuesday's game, the, the Mets, who were idle on Monday... The Mets are going to be playing the Chicago White Sox in Chicago. Noah Syndergaard is going to pitch. We assume he's sticking around. I don't know. The Mets made a trade today involving Jason Vargas, who's not been having a great year, but he's a major league pitcher. Maybe you can get something for him. And they got a minor league infielder, or sorry, minor league catcher, who's batting sub-200, who has some connection to the Wilpon family. Now, again, I'm not saying that you're going to get Vlad Guerrero Jr. for Jason Vargas, but he's a major league pitcher, and so many teams need a live body. Hell, the Yankees need a live body. With all the injuries and the crap starts they've been getting, they trade him to Philadelphia, another team that has aspirations of winning a wildcard spot with a rancid pitching staff. And despite all this horror show that the Phillies have had this year, they are still only one game out of a playoff spot. And you don't know if a major league pitcher filling in a role that a non-major league pitcher would have had might be the difference between going to the postseason or not. And they got a catcher who has about as much a chance to make the major leagues as I do. So it's obviously not a trade to fill in some of the young players they traded away for Stroman. I still don't get what's happening with the Mets. It makes even less sense with a day, you know, a, a day of reflection. Uh, the Rockies won big. John Gray owned baseball today with a wonderful uh, strikeout, six batters and eight strong innings. Let up one. He was a, threw a shutout into the eighth. Let up a run in the eighth, but uh, you know got the victory. And the Rocks. Man, you know, the the Rockies are seven games under five hundred at this point. And you know, it was a it was a nice victory, but at this point it's unless they pull a Rocktober a la two thousand seven, it's all too little too late for a team that looked like they were about to win the division last year. And it's kind of sad what they've become. But that's it. That's a pretty you know, that's a pretty Week night of baseball that we had. But we have some interesting matchups here on Tuesday. Uh, the Red Sox are playing the Rays. Obviously, there's a lot of wild card implications there, and they're going to be scoreboard watching while Oakland plays the Brewers, which is a very interesting matchup because the A's are a wild card team. The Brewers want to be a wild card team. 
and I think without a doubt, well, there's an interesting matchup between Houston and Cleveland, which very well could be an American League Championship Series preview. Or maybe it's an American League Division Series preview if the Astros don't surpass the Yankees and the Indians don't surpass the Twins. Bieber versus Verlander. That's the pitching matchup of the night. Meanwhile, the Twins are playing the Marlins in the matchup of two franchises who won two World Series very close to each other out of nowhere. The Twins are still in first. They still control their destiny, but they're letting the Indians come back. Two games separate the two. So in order for the Twins to make a go at this, while Cleveland is playing the team that I think is the best, the most talented team in the American League, the Astros, and they do have, uh, they're basically, they're in a virtual tie with the, uh, with the Yankees for best record in the American League. The Indians are going to, you know, they have a tough, they have a tough road to hold. They're playing the Astros and Verlander and the Twins are playing the Marlins. So the Twins better walk away from the series still in first is all I'm saying. So it's got a fun night of baseball and some interesting matchups. No matchup more interesting, in my very humble opinion, than the one that is going to be going on in St. Louis. You Darvish versus Adam Wainwright. Two guys that go, yeah, they were aces once. And Darvish is pitching a lot better after his horrible start. And Wainwright's still cashing a check. And as of this recording, these games have not been played yet, the two teams are tied for first in the Central, but only one game ahead of Philadelphia and Milwaukee who are trying to get that second wildcard spot. And because this is physics, one of those teams has to lose. Either the Cubs or the Cardinals are going to lose tomorrow. And because of that... One team will be in first place by themselves going into the final day of July. Another team will have lost a game, and if either Philadelphia or Milwaukee win their game, then that means that you've gone from first place in your division to a tie at the second wildcard spot. This is how fragile it all is. And oh yeah, the Giants, who I think, yeah, it's a tough pill to swallow to rebuild when you're on a win streak, but... Sometimes you got to take your medicine. They're playing the Phillies. So one of those two teams is going to creep a little closer. Chicago or St. Louis, one of them is going is to lose. And Philadelphia and San Francisco, one of them is going to win. And so one of those teams is going to move closer to that wildcard spot. And Philadelphia... Uh, You know, this is an interesting matchup between the Giants and the Phillies and the Cubs and the Cardinals. And it could make a real, real confusing soup the day before the trade deadline. When we come back from a little break here, I'm going to talk about the implications of some of the trades that could come out and where I think that they'll go. But I will tell you that support of Lockdown MLB comes in part from Manscaped who is the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. You may have seen them on Shark Tank. Manscaping offers precision-engineered tools 
for, you know, those parts downstairs. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LOCKEDON at manscaped.com. That's 20% off manscaped.com with promo code LOCKEDON. Let's pay some bills. All right, I know my mom is listening to this, so mom, just do me a favor and skip ahead a little bit. That'd be great. Thanks. All right, everybody else, let's talk about sex. Good, ready-to-go sex. Now, you can increase your performance and build up your confidence. Everyone but my mom, listen up. I'm talking about BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra Cialis, so you know they work. Take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach, while stuck in traffic after a Dodger game. I don't judge. They're chewable, and they work twice as fast as the pills, so you know you'll be ready quicker than a manager can make a pitching change. Now, everyone I know has tested it, and I have many trustworthy friends who confide with me very personal details. They all tell me it gives them a little extra, and it works great. Now, we baseball fans, we know all about getting a little edge with performance enhancers. And this is just isn't for people who can't perform. This is for anyone who wants uh, something a little extra. Look, Blue Chew is prescribed online, ships to your door, discreet package, no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, no awkwardness. In fact, the only awkwardness involved in Blue Chew is knowing that my mom is probably still listening. Made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Now, right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Go to BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. All of that just by going to BlueChew.com, promo code MLB. Once again, B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB. Try it for free. BlueChew, the better Cheaper and faster choice. Thank you for sponsoring the Locked On MLB podcast. All right. Trade deadline's coming up. And with my... The the image of Marcus Stroman being traded to the Mets for reasons that sociologists, scholars, and poets won't be able to figure out for generations. Uh, I'm going to make... No one saw that coming. You didn't. Nobody did. And before I found out about it, I wrote a list of where I thought some players who were on the trade block are going to go. Now, the first one I wrote was Marcus Stroman traded to the New York Yankees. I felt that was the best fit for both sides. He's with the Mets. So obviously, nothing makes sense anymore. I also said in this little list that I wrote about Who's going to go where? I said Noah Syndergaard was going to be traded to the San Diego Padres. I still think that makes sense to do that. But I now think the Mets are going to keep them. It's an interesting thing. You make these predictions based upon logic, best case scenarios for each team, what teams really want, and with the assumption that the front office is sane! which is a very dangerous thing to do when you're dealing with the New York Metropolitans. So I think Noah Syndergaard is going to stay put. I also think that Madison Bumgarner is going to stay put. I think that they're going to go for it, realizing that, you know what, they could make up some room. They could be, there is a scenario 
All the Giants have to do tomorrow is win their game. And they'll be a game and a half out of a wildcard spot on the verge of the trade deadline. Because of the matchup with St. Louis and Chicago. Win your game, you'll be a game and a half out. It's that simple. Um, so who else is going to get traded? I said Mike Miner. I think the Rangers are going to have to deal Mike Miner. And I think he's going to go to the Houston Astros. That's where I think he's going to go. Um, Trevor Bauer is a weird one. I-, I thought he was not going to be traded, but I don't know. Maybe over the last couple of weeks, it's, 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 and, you know, him losing his mind on the mound. I don't think that's going to lower his trade value, but I wonder if his time in Cleveland's up. But they'd have to get something in return that helps the major league team. They'd have to get a starting pitcher and a hitter for Trevor Bauer. And I don't see anyone doing that unless they pull some sort of three-way trade. You know, the one team gets Bauer, and then the team they trade Bauer to somehow acquire, um, you know, Zach Wheeler and Yasiel Puig and send them off to the to the Indians. I don't know how that's going to work. So I, I have them listed on my list here as not traded, but I could eat my words on that. Uh, Matthew Boyd of the Tigers, I have him being traded to the Cubs. Robbie Ray, I have him being traded to the New York Yankees. Now that Marcus Stroman's off the board and Madison Bumgarner is probably not going to be traded, the Yankees need someone. They need a live body out there, and I think Robbie Ray will do a good job. I do think Yasiel Puig is going to be traded to the Cleveland Indians. I think that's a really good fit. I think that he will give their lineup a little spark. And the Indians will be a very scary team in a short series. Uh, Jonathan VR, uh, I have him trade to the Cubs. Zach Wheeler, who has been rumored to go everywhere and anywhere, I actually think he's a fit with Tampa. And I think that the asking price, because he's coming off of an injury, I think Tampa Bay will be able to, to pull that deal off. And I think he's going to be a terrific addition to him. Uh, I think Kirby Yates is going to go to the defending world champion Boston Red Sox. I think the, the Padres are going to pull that deal off. Will Smith of the Giants, not to be confused with Louisville Will Smith of the Los Angeles Dodgers, not to be confused with men in blacks. So Will Smith, I don't think he's going to be traded. I think the Giants are going to stay put. Ken Giles, I had him going to the Washington Nationals, but he has elbow inflammation, and I think his trade value went into the sewer. And if you're Toronto, you're almost worth just having him stick around. I do think, I think in the end he's going to be traded, but I think it's going to be for virtually nothing. And I think Washington will will trade from, even though if he has elbow inflammation, inflammation, and he has elbow inflammation. If he has information about elbows and they say they're inflamed, then I think that is going to hurt. So it may be one of those, you know, low risk, high reward type trades of which they'll get like the Hall for Jason Vargas, a minor league catcher who can't hit but is a friend with the owners or something like that. Uh, Shane Green, reliever for Detroit, I think is going to the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are going to look for get for uh, bullpen support as they make their run to win the World Series title, and I think that Shane Green is going to be a perfect fit for them. Trevor Richards, he's a he's an interesting pick. I'm going to have him. Originally had him going to the Oakland A's, but the A's made a couple of deals recently, recently for uh, Homer Bailey and Dyke and Deakman and everything. So do you want, I'm going to have him go to the Houston Astros. 
Uh, Chris Martin, I think he's going to be traded to the Philadelphia Phillies. I think uh, Nicholas Castellanos, the hitter, a really good hitter, power hitter for the Detroit Tigers, is going to find his way to Tampa Bay. There's been a lot of chatter about that, and they need him. Although I think the Atlanta Braves may swoop in there. I think that's going to be between Atlanta and Tampa. Uh, the Braves desperately need a hitter with the loss of Marcakis. Uh, and I had Jason Vargas being traded to the St. Louis Cardinals, but nope, off he goes to the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, of course, take all this with a grain of salt. These could all be wrong. This is based upon MLBTradeRumors.com, you know, chatter of this and that that you see on social media, and the needs for the team. Red Sox need bullpen depth. Washington needs bullpen reinforcement. The Yankees need live arms out there, and it may cost them Miguel Andujar, which is bizarre because a year ago he looked like he was a key part of a potential World Series package that the Yankees were putting together. But this is, it's really, truly interesting, I believe, in the National League, where a bunch of teams who really aren't that good are looking around and know that a game here or a game there will be the difference between whether or not you're playing in October or whether or not you're playing golf. And every tiny hole that you can fill may add up to that one extra win that you weren't going to get. So the Vargas trade was so interesting for me. He's not a great pitcher by any stretch of the imagination. But he's a, he's a major leaguer. And a thing to keep in mind, yes, we want to put together a trade for your team, no matter what team you are, you want Mike Trout on your team. You want Max Scherzer on your team. You want Francisco Lindor on your team. There are certain players. You want Christian Yelich on your team. You want Cody Bellinger on your team. Of course you do. But you also have to say, if we have a minor leaguer playing a, a role or a bad player playing a role, and you replace that minor leaguer or that bad player with an okay player. Okay is better than bad. And every tiny improvement you make eventually, cumulatively, could add up to an extra win. It's going to be an extraordinarily interesting trade deadline, especially because you have two X factors. You have the San Francisco Giants, who have some of the most interesting trade chips out there, suddenly, oddly, contending and then you have the New York Mets, who should be building up for the great rebuild that would make the next great Mets team. Instead, they have a front office. And I'm sorry, my cousin Dave, who doesn't like it when I talk badly about the Mets, but did what? The front office has lost their damn minds. And when you have that X factor, you know what? This is a team that's lost its damn mind. That makes it very interesting to try to come up with trades because they landed the big chip and I have no clue why. So the trade deadline's coming up tomorrow and we'll see how wrong I am and I bet I'm wrong about everything. Uh, I'm going to be doing a trade day spectacular uh, where I make, uh, I tell my thoughts throughout the day and then I recap it at the end of the day. So we'll take a look at how this is going to go. Uh, but for now, you can get this podcast on the Himalaya Podcasting app. You can also get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Player FM, Podbeam, and everyone. Hey, I know this is a baseball show, 
But I know a lot of you do fantasy football, so get the edge in your fantasy football league every day by listening to Locked On Fantasy Football on your preferred podcast provider. You could follow this podcast on, what is it? We're on Twitter. I almost said LinkedIn. We may be on LinkedIn. I actually don't know. On Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnMLB. And you can check out me on my personal Twitter account at Sully Baseball and my personal Instagram account, Sully Baseball Podcast. Thanks for listening. This has been the Locked On MLB Show. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.